All right, listeners, as you know, this is Thick, Strong, and Awkward with John Stacy, and a uh, bonus episode on the weekend here with special guest Anthony Furman. Today, going over America's Strongest Man, un- man Under 105, Athletes, Events, and Predictions. Then later this week, I'll be dropping some athlete-specific interviews with Tommy Sharp and Frank Nata Provenzano, um, who will be competing next weekend uh, as they're getting ready to prep and get into the show. Uh, here we go. What's up, boss? What up, dude? How you doing this morning? I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Rocking and rolling, closing deals, stacking checks. Yeah? No. Anything fun you can talk about? <laughs> nope, nothing I can talk about yet. Gotcha. Fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah, man, fucking... God, thank you for having me. I like, I like doing this stuff, especially we could talk about the wuss stuff a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mel, she destroyed it. Yo. Yeah, that was impressive. I I don't know if I've, like, everyone's talking about the Alexi um, uh, Matouche, like, head-to-head, which was pretty fucking cool at the end, but, like, Mel performing the way she did at a body weight, what, 70, 80 pounds, possibly less than most other girls there? Yeah, yeah, I saw the the podium lineup there, and just the fact that she was on there with those ladies was pretty impressive. Those are world class open athletes, and Mel, if she didn't fuck up that farmer, she would have won. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to actually watch, uh, but just one or two of the events. I was at work, but uh, I did see the actual standing scorecard, and she was holding her own on everything pretty much. She had event wins. She, I mean, she, yes. Melissa Peacock is a force. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a good jumping off point for her. Yeah, you think she, because you invited her along with, what, 13 or 14 other girls to clash next yeah. year? Sandra Badley. Yeah, she another middleweight woman that went out and showed out. Uh, mm-hmm. Corey said she's going to cut down the middleweight for it. Uh, Donna oh, Moore wow. said she wants to cut the middleweight for it. No shit. Mm-hmm. What's Donna Moore walk around at? She's been she's been she's been doing a slow kind of oh, thing she? to get okay. in shape. Um, so we'll see. I told her um, you're invited. You know, I mean, if you if you yeah. can, same with Corey. It, Corey's a little heavy too, but like if you guys can make it, you're world class athletes, and I'll uh, more than happy to have you. So yeah, uh, my the middleweight clash woman is going to be fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to be a great thing to watch. I'm curious too. I don't know has Corey or Donna ever done a middleweight cut? I'm curious how much that's going to hurt them. I think Corey. <clears throat> came up as a middleweight and i think she's okay. been weight before she went open donna i don't think so but like i said John, donna's getting fit she's getting in real good shape mm-hmm. so um, and they're both taller too so that's i mean yeah you know and this is one of those things where like i think i'm not positive but i think donna might have done a cut already okay over the summer maybe we'll see i, I have to check double check it but she, yeah she said she's within striking distance so yeah, I mean, I'm just as guilty as anybody as not paying as much attention to the women athletes. But I mean, that's the plan is trying to change all that, right? Absolutely. Um, and that's what, you know, certain people in the sport are, you know, they're taking the ball from where it is and trying to move it forward. That's all. Yeah. 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 I'm looking to to get a few of them on here as well. Uh, I've reached out to a couple and they're pretty receptive. So we'll be yeah. sprinkling in some female interviews here shortly. Good. Uh, so we got America's Strongest 105 coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sick lineup, honestly. I'm surprised how it turned out uh, after they had to change events and everything because the uh, initial location was a powerlifting meet, right? Yeah, in Coleman, Texas. Um, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, and kudos to Strawman Corps for adapting um, and realizing and changing and directing the course. That's, that's what you do as a yeah. – a leader as a promoter. I mean, not every idea I have works, but you got to just navigate, you know, the bad ideas and turn it into a good idea. So I think she did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, San Antonio is a much better location. People can actually get there without a three hour drive from an airport. And Yeah. And, you know, in yes, <laughs> yes. But and finding um, a way to put up that prize money too is. That makes me very happy. You know, I, I, one thing I said when I started um, the clash stuff is, Yes, I threw in my money and everything, but I knew it was going to force others 
to put money in as well. Absolutely. Um, and I'm glad it did, honestly, because my whole thing is it's not about me; it's about the class. So I'm glad these guys are have viable options or get in can get paid. Uh, and that's really the the best part of it is it you know to feel like selfishly it feels good to know I affected other organizations in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Not a negative manner because I, I don't want to affect people negatively, but I affected in a positive manner. So that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's selfish, but it's selfless that that was your goal. You know, it, 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 it yeah. feeds both of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, the event that we have uh, returning ASM, uh, James is coming back. Um, I think he's the only one competing that has won before. So Okay. That, that's first time. Not the first time. I think last year there was no, just James again. In, in, yeah, just James. So, how did he place last year? Was he top five? I can't remember. I, know I, I was there, but I, I'm pretty sure he's top five. Um, okay. I think he, or right on the cusp there. He had a bad yeah. deadlift event. He's had some problems with his deadlift. That's what really cost him because he did pretty well in all the other events. Yeah, I know he's got a, a messed up back a little bit, and that's why he hitches his normal deadlift so much, is that's the only way he can do it without so much pain. He's working through it, but I've never met anyone. Yeah quite like James that can just pull performance out of their assholes while having mm-hmm. a terrible training cycle. Um, like I expect him fully to hit over a 700 pound deadlift, even though he's, okay. I mean, you know, he'll be like, I struggled with 500. Okay, James. Yeah. <laughs> like he yeah. actually like with the pain, sometimes he does. So it's, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, he's one of those guys where almost every rep after 500 pounds looks about the same. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's also one of the guys I've said it on a couple of the podcasts. As he, I mean, he gets brought up in a lot of these interviews as a uh, always a threat. Um, he's one of those guys too. Like you see people that have tricks or little ways around certain events, but he's got tricks for every single part of every event. I had no idea. I never thought to wear an astronaut helmet when you did circus dumbbell until I saw him wear right. an astronaut helmet last year. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense if you're going to rest it on your ear and have it way up there like that. I mean, that's yeah. impressive. It makes perfect sense, but I just, I would never think of that. I would just keep hitting uh, myself in the head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just take the abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Do you have a roster laid out? I do. Yep. I got it right here. So uh, as far as athletes, we got Tommy Sharp who took second at clash last year. He podiumed ASM last year as well, right? He took third, third. Yes. Yep. Against uh, Jesse Nelson and no, no, he didn't take oh. third because Camby took Oh, Cammy did. Yep. Yep. Cam took second. Jesse took third. Okay. Tommy was fourth. Yeah. Okay. And then Jeff Lee, who I chunky cheese on Instagram. I follow him. I don't know a ton about his past lifts. He hasn't really competed much. A lot of you new bloods don't know Jeff. Mm -hmm. Um, He was, he's very impressive. When I was coming up 2016, 2017, he was on fire. I mean, he, he, um, Barely lost out to Andrew Clayton his first time trying to get a pro card. He won his pro card later that year, and he won USS Nationals. He beat Kevin Ferris. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Kevin Ferris, huh? How do he you manage Kevin that? Ferris, because Jeff is a hell of an athlete. Um, he's had a lot of life things. He's had careers he focused on. He got married, bought a house. So, you know, he's okay. been taking care of his life, which is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, Treating this like a hobby, which it is. I mean. But Jeff, yeah, he's a hell of an athlete. I think if he gets back in shape, he's he's going to be competitive. I mean, he's not mm. – I mean, there's nothing, nothing to sneeze at, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I've seen some of his training videos lately, and, I mean, for he, seen, he looks physically like a smaller 105, but he's still – he's up there in strength. Well, he's, he's tall, too. Oh, is he's he? Okay. T- yeah, he's not taller than he looks. He's not like – he's not a 5'8 Asian, you know. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because he's a little lengthy. But I mean, he seems to make it all work for him. From he's the great at he's deadlifting. He's great at. Um, okay, he's great at moving events. He's stones are his thing. So he's a little bit upset. There's no stones because he's really fucking good at stones. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, it is strange. There's no standard. There's no like real grip event or stone event at ASM this year, which is kind of cool because they've used farmers forever. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see the Fingle Finger make a comeback. Mm-hmm. I would like to. I would like to think that I kind of. Um, yeah. but it's nice to see that it's nice to see. Um, I like seeing a max deadlift, um, and the one Oh fives. You don't get that a whole lot in the competition. Yeah. Um, I like from the floor. <laughs> from, yeah. From the floor. Ugh, race deadlifts. The only <laughs> race deadlifts I like are when you're using cool implements. Yeah. Like raised deadlift from a box. I fucking hate them. 
Yeah, and, it's nothing to watch. Yeah, as mm-hmm. a competition. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, the max bag toss. That's nice. So they're they're, throw, they're throwing in some different things and they're taking out some traditional things, but I don't mind that mm-hmm. at all. You know. Yeah. No, it's cool to see some new stuff coming in, mm-hmm. changing it up. Uh, so Jeff Lee. Then we have Camby. Obviously, one clash set a couple world records. He's uh, he's the biggest threat in my mind for a lot of these guys. I think it's just either. Uh, I think it's uh Camby's to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He's uh, I don't, it doesn't seem like he's hurting at all from uh, his heavy prep for setting world records or anything. I think he's been doing his training really well. He's very smart. He's very, yeah. he's um, frustratingly meticulous with how he does, how he is with yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Just having a couple conversations with him at, uh, in Waco. And then also the podcast I did with him, you can tell he's just so to the point on every single aspect. It's funny. Cause like me and him are so different when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when I was on my, when I was tearing through it, winning everything, I was not that I, I, I mean, I knew what I wanted to do and everything, but it was more pushing myself. I, I didn't really, so there's my first world title run. I didn't even have a structured program. Oh, really? I just knew the events and I trained to get stronger at the events, I guess. It was re- yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, your second when you trained, what, two and a half weeks or something like that? Yeah, my second win. Yeah, I didn't Yeah, I didn't really. The only thing I touched the events for was to make sure that I wouldn't zero them, which I still did. I still I kept missing the axle that year. Mm-hmm. So, like, going into the show, I hadn't hit the axle yet. So, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then you muscle cleaned it. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Uh, then we got Def and Bah, who we went over. Uh, Tyler Young, who got Tyler his Young. invite as an amateur. Yep. Um, no, he no, he's a, a was it super amateur? What do they call him? These semi pro? No, no, no. There was like an actual thing, elite amateur. Oh, elite. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's how you. Yep, you're right. Yeah, we got Tyler Young. Um, very statically strong. What you know. If he can put the thing, you know, the thing you worry about with guys like Tyler, um, one, there's the Fingle Fingers, the Husafel. His mm-hmm. bag toss has improved a lot. So I think he's not going to lose points now. He's not going to win, but he's not going to lose points. Um, deadlift, he's going to be up there. The log press, if he can keep the conditioning right, um, he should be up in the top three with that. So I, he's definitely going to shake some points up for these guys. Yeah, I think he said he hit seven on the uh, log qualifier, which was 305, so 10 pounds less. Yeah, but that was, um, that press, was press, that was press, press away. away. So yeah. it'll get him a little bit. Yeah, but I think he's going to be up there. Yeah, de- definitely going to be up there. Um, yeah, the deadlift's good for him. He's got those, like you said, for the finger fingers, though. He's got those short leverages, and it's kind of hard to walk those very quickly when you're not yeah. getting them up high. Good stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he's sick of everybody talking about him being short and that being a disadvantage for him. Hey, man, you know, if you're tired of it, change it. <laughs> Do something. Change it. It's true. Get taller, Tyler. That's true. Yeah, I guess too. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I guess he was having an issue with some blood pressure or something recently. I think we all know. Ago. I think we all know why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's disputing that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So hopefully that that doesn't affect. Him. A, I don't he know seems okay was. though. Um, I okay. think he has some residual effects. I've been talking with him a little bit. He's a he's okay. a fucking trooper, man. And so I think he's mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be okay. Luckily, it happened yeah. early enough. It didn't happen week of. Thank God. Absolutely. Yeah. And then anybody listening that wants to hear from him, uh, I dropped a pod with him about a week ago, and he's he's an interesting guy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Very, yeah, very much so. Yep. Yep. And then uh, another amateur or elite amateur that got his invite, Alex Bromley. I don't know a yeah. whole lot about Alex. I don't think anyone does. Yeah. Yeah. Has just, he been around for a while? Do you know? I yeah, a long, long time. I competed him at uh, OSG in nineteen. Okay. Yeah, I knew I've heard the name a few times at comps or seen him on rosters, but I don't. Yeah, Hopefully uh, we'll see what he's made of. Yeah, he's been a high level amateur, I think, for for quite a while. So it's nice, nice to see guys get an opportunity um, that haven't been able to piece it together so far. You know, that, I guess mm-hmm. that'd be the best way to put it because you have a couple guys because you only get an opportunity once a year now to turn pro, right? So right, you have a bad day. You know, there it goes that whole year. So it's nice to see guys that might have had a bad day or just couldn't put it together. They weren't great at competing yet. They get a they get a shot. Yeah, yeah, trying to learn to play the game a little bit better too. Yep. Uh, and then the third uh, elite amateur invite, Frank Provenzano. Yeah, Frank, Frankie P. He's another one, one of the stronger 105s, honestly. Um, 
uh, he just, uh, you know, in the beginning, the weight cuts got to him a little bit and it's just, it's just been pe- for him. It's been piecing it together, competing. Um, it, that's it. Cause there's not, you know, statically you watch him lift and you watch him compete and train with him. He's, he's not weak. <laughs> he's yeah. strong. Yeah. And if he holds it together, the first, uh, for the first couple of events, man, he stands to win that deadlift by a long shot. Yeah. hundred percent. He is going to have the biggest re- recorded deadlift in going into the competition. He's going to be the best deadlifter. Yeah. So if the, that event is his to lose, so don't lose it, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And then bag toss uh, notoriously kind of screwed him a little bit last year at uh, nationals when he was going for his pro card, he just One let of it slip through his fingers. And it's one little mistake and, and the mental stuff starts happening where, oh, I fucked up. I got to hurry up. And then you, you throw it off again and it, it gets tough. And it's one of those things where practice makes perfect with stuff like that. It's, you know, he has the strength to do it. It's just applying. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I talked to him um, and I'm dropping his episode on Monday uh, for those that want to listen. But he uh, said he has been hammering bag toss since then, just trying to make up. That's for smart it. So because we'll he doesn't need to get stronger. Essentially, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's already strong enough to be a professional 105. He just yeah. get, get better strongman. You know, I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, strongman isn't being the strongest. It's applying your strength to the events. And that's once Frank figures that out, he's going to be a pro. It's a good way to put that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt Moeller, who I know absolutely nothing about. I even he's tried an, to find his Instagram and it was he, nowhere. You ain't going to find him on social media. He's an OG, triple OG. Um, okay. He, him and James were training partners in the Dakotas back way, way back when James lived in Dakota. Okay. Um, he is another one where I met him for the first time at ASM 19 and I was like, who the fuck's this guy? Oh, he's strong. <laughs> it was one of those things. I didn't know. Okay. Um, so he's going to be another one. He's going to be interesting to see because he's, he has that top end strength and experience. And if he, he, but again, he's one of those guys where like, this hasn't been his whole life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's really the only thing that's in my opinion, that's held them back is some of the guys that go all in. And they're able okay. to train and train and focus. And he's just really fucking strong. And, re- and mm-hmm. but he has a life. He has a family. Gotcha. He doesn't, you know, what how, I mean? how old is he? I think it's uh, mid to upper 30s, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. Right. And his now prime he's, for the sport. Now he's got that old man strength on top of the strength. So I think he's going to, I think he might steal a top, top three in event or two. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. What uh, do you know of any like specific events he's good at? Or is it just all around strength? He was pretty good at deadlift, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. He's pretty good deadlifting, um, and Husafel like carry stuff. Okay, yeah, that Husafel stone's gonna get some guys. Man, all you gotta do is move it one foot further than the next guy too. That's the beauty of that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, or drop it an inch further. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we got uh, 105 Classic Royalty with Sean D. Marinas. I have it on good authority that Sean is not going to be competing. Oh, really? Okay, that's unfortunate. He's been signed up for a few things in the last year or two that he's had to... What he's what he's been doing is he wants to compete, um, but he's at the point where he wrecked his body for so long that he's mm. he's learned he's not going to push it when he doesn't need... He's going to he's gonna take his time, and he's going to compete mm-hmm. when his body's ready. So, he's smart. I mean, like, like we always said, you know, he lived in an era where... Because he was, you know, at the top right before I kind of... I mean, he won another ASM after I came in, but I was, that's when I was filming Titan games. Uh, But he, he, uh, he beat himself up for so long for nothing. You know, he was in that era where nobody gave a fuck. So unfortunately, you know, he's part of the reason just being around him and being a friend with him and talk with him and kind of be mentored a little bit with him is the reason I wanted to change things. Cause I don't, I didn't want to go through what he went through. I did a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it was a little better. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't want the next guy to go through what I went through with what Sean went through with, you know what I mean? I want yeah. them to, to to get the fruits of our labors and their yeah. labors. Leave the sport better than you found it. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. He was, uh, I mean, he's always a favorite when he's going into a show if he's healthy. Yep. Um, we got Nate Bowling, who is coming off of a shoulder bicep injury thing. Yeah, he couldn't do Clash two weeks ago. Yeah. But he can do ASM. No, I'm joking. Apparently, Nate. yeah. It's all right. Um, Good deadlift, hell of a deadlifter. He's got mm-hmm. a very good pull. I think his overhead's been a little bit of a problem for him. Um, yeah. Throwing, I'm trying to remember. We threw, he did okay at the throw series in 19. 
Um, who's Feli's good at? <clears throat> Bengal fingers, I don't know because we've never really done them. So I don't even know who's going to mm-hmm. do Bengal I know, I know Tommy and Camby are good at it because I've seen them do it. Yeah. The one thing that bowling has that's it's not quite as bad as Tyler, but bowling is on the smaller side. So that might hold him back yes. on Bengal fingers. But he's good at just kind of gritting down and bearing through some pain, though. So maybe that Husafel yeah. will make up some stones for him or make up some points for him. Yeah. Maybe he has the stones to make up some points. That's what you meant to say. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's solid. I like that. Uh, also, uh, you consider strongman 105 royalty Johnny. Johnny Big Dick Wazisko. 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 Yeah. However you want to say it. I've heard it a million times. Wazisko. Shows up everywhere. Yeah. Johnny, well. I mean, he just won his first Masters World title, which is, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. You know, he's been in the sport a long time. He's done a lot. You know, as you know, he helped me with all the equipment for Clash, and mm-hmm. he's just always he's consistent. He never bombs. Um, so, God help anyone if he comes in fully healthy and ready, because you know he's, yeah. he's he's a couple things away happening differently from taking a fucking top top three spot. Yeah, I mean, he's consistently like sixth or seventh at these bigger comps, and I, I mean, it's always just like a couple of points out from being top five for sure. Yeah. So he's he's an impressive dude, um, and then he's putting on the Jersey uh, qualifier as well, right? Jersey clash, Jersey yep. clash, clash in Jersey. Couldn't come up with something creative to call that one out. No, we're doing Jersey clash, and the logo is going to be the oh. Jersey Shore logo, but Jersey clash. Oh, okay, I like that. All right, yeah, come on now. Hey, I got yeah. this shit. Don't you worry about it. I got this. Yeah, I was really uh, I was digging what's the clash in the Rockies logo, man? The keg, the uh, Coors Light keg. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty savage. Yeah, I like that a lot. You need to make some stickers of that. Oh, yeah. We're going to, yeah, that's going to be some fun stuff. Collect the ball. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then Rich Mo, who took what, third at class? I don't, th- right? I don't think Richie's doing it because of his knee, that surgery. Oh, no. Really? He was he in a fuck- come back fast enough. He was in a fucking yeah. brace two weeks ago. Oh, I know. That's why I was surprised that he was, uh, when they announced the people. I know but- he was floating the idea, but I don't think he's doing it, which is smart. Yeah, there's just no point. You're just gonna hurt yourself more, you know. I, mm. I told them I was like, "Hey, man, from somebody who's a poster child of pushing it on the knee when they shouldn't, it ended my fucking career." So yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you're if you're doing it solely because you think you can podium and take the money, uh, the money's gonna be there next year. And he did good enough at Clash this year that you know he's gonna come back strong and be able right. to podium more often. So yeah, don't be an idiot and hurt yourself, like you said. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he was impressive to watch it clash on the live stream though. Holy shit, he, he was a madman. I, I you know I knew he was good, but he's a newer, high level mm-hmm. athlete. But he came out and fucking lit those people up at clash. <laughs> yeah, he didn't hold anything back, man. Rich Mo's a beast. Yep. Uh, and then the events we can go over and see uh, predictions. Who you think's going to take what? Uh, we kind of already went over a couple of them. Um, Fingle fingers, as we discussed, we know Camby's really. Oh, good we didn't at talk him. about Tommy. Tommy was the first one we talked about. Was he? Didn't we? I don't think well, we talked about Tommy. He's on my list. Oh, maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't. Tommy Sharp. He's the first one on my list. I, I don't know how I missed that. I think you're smoking too much that reefer out there in Seattle. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. You walk down the street here and get a contact high, man. <laughs> Fucking liberal pussies. Hey, man. Moving to Texas. <laughs> Where, uh, you know, that ganja is still illegal. God help if you need an abortion, man. Just play, do that before you get to Texas. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I knew that was coming. That's fair. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should probably probably take care of that. <laughs> Yo, but uh, Tommy's going to be I think I think Tommy is Camby's primary competition. If anyone's going to dethrone mm-hmm. Camby for this, I think it's going to be Tommy. Um, yeah. Well-rounded athlete. Deadlift is a little bit on the on the le- um, lesser side. I think he's going to do enough where he's not going to lose a lot of points. I think because um, they're doing set jumps, so you're going to have ties, you know. <laughs> but t- Fingle Fingers, Bag Toss, Husafel, Sandbag, um, Pressing. I mean, that's all Tommy's wheelhouse. So I'm very excited to see if he can show up and put it all together. Yeah, Absolutely. He, uh, I talked to him too. I'll be dropping his episode later this week as well. Um, he said the same thing about his deadlift being on the weaker side. He's really, really hoping to pull in the mid sevens. Uh, and that'd be a pretty big PR for him. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's going to be tough. That's going to be a big ask. 
Um, I don't think it's out of the realm. I don't know if I don't know if he's quite there yet. Uh, I want to say that it's it's there. It depends on the environment and the events and stuff and how he's feeling. That's it's not going to be one where he knows he's going to have it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but he's got. He'll be making up plenty of points in all the other events, though. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a savage. Uh, throwing events, he does pretty well. That max weight over 15 feet is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about Let's go through the events, and we'll talk about who think we're going to be top three or whatever. Okay. In it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fingle Fingers. I got – I'm going Tommy Camby James. Okay. I could see that. Yeah, Tommy and Camby, I just don't see anybody beating them after watching them at Clash. Yeah. It could easily go Camby, Tommy, James. It could easily go James, Camby, Tommy. I it, those I think those top three are they're gonna be far enough set. Those are the only three competing for the top three, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Uh I I guess I haven't seen anybody else really do the fingers. Rich Mo. He's good, but uh I think he was a pretty good section back between Tommy and Camby at Clash on that one. Yeah, remember he's probably not competing. Oh, god damn it! You're right. I'm just looking at the numbers here. I should delete him <laughs> off of this list. Actually, wow, wow, that's rude. Uh, <laughs> next event is log clean and press, clean every rep, and three fifteen weight. Camby, Tommy Tyler. I think Camby's going to win that one. I think Camby's got that one one. Um, yeah. I think Tommy and Tyler are going to be fighting for second, third. Um, shit. I I don't know if anyone's... I think Bromley's a decent presser. I think he's a, good, he's a decent presser, so he might be up there with them fighting for top three. But Yeah, I think Tyler said that Bromley tied him on the uh, qualifying videos they had to submit. Yeah, but I, I think Homeboy was walking around by 275 for that. Oh, okay. That'll make a difference, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, I can see that. Tommy submitted his vi- or put his video on Instagram training, and he looked really good. But it's going to be really hard to beat Camby's efficiency with the clean and press of any apparatus. I've already had this combo with Camby. I was like, you just set three overhead world records. If you lose the log press, I'm flaming <laughs> you for weeks. Yeah, that's going to be brutal. Oh man, he will never catch a break on that one. <laughs> How's Frank at pressing? I guess I don't really know. Frank's good at pressing, strong. I just not uh, from my experience he's not like guaranteed win pressing you know what i mean like one of them yeah like he like he reminds me a lot of like me um when i was competing i know ne- i never really won overhead events but i did a- i did good enough yeah um i never like i always came in top end of it but i never i never blew people away it just wasn't my strength yeah just maintaining enough points to stay relevant and keep going for the comp Okay, and then we got the max bag toss, 15 feet, starting at 40 pounds, five-pound increments. Uh, you do not have to take every jump, they said, but obviously if you miss a 30-second attempt, you're out. Yep. Um, James is the one to beat in this, in my opinion. Okay. Um, he actually – I think he's thrown a 65-pound keg. But you know how Richie got the world record? James has done 65 at his gym. He just never – no, no, one, ever threw, no yeah. one ever threw a, a – you know, no one ever did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's he's a hell of a thrower. Tommy's very yeah. good at throwing. So I think it's going to go James, Tommy. Um, mm. I don't know. I think we might have ties for the third place, to be honest with you. I think a lot of guys are going to cap out at 55 pounds. You're going to get guys that yeah. cap out of 55 and guys that cap out of 50. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have James and Tommy. <laughs> yeah. There seems to be a wall right around 50, 55, like you're saying. 55 to just- 60 is brutal. Yeah, people don't realize five pounds is not a lot for a jump, but when you're throwing something in the air for height, it really is. So I think, yep, James, Tommy, and then a bunch of ties. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, James uh, last year at ASM was just explosive as all could be with those bags. It was wild. Not quite as explosive as Gary, who broke his ass, but that's explosion. <laughs> Exploded his fucking tailbone, his coccyx. Yeah. Yeah, now he just can't catch a break on injuries, man. Yeah, and Gary's been pushing it for a long time, you know. This, this, these things happen. Yeah. Uh, sandbag carry, uh, 265, 300, 325, 355, which is getting up there. 20 feet carries onto a 48-inch trailer. 
Call me Camby James. Okay. Did James finish? I remember it was, what was the bag last year at ASM? It was 360, I think. 360, I, yeah. I think he got close. I, he, I don't think he finished it, actually. But another year, and now James knows. So I know I think, I know Camby and Tommy are going to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, these are heavy bags. I mean, this is what it is. It's fucking nuts. Brutal. They're getting up there. I mean, these are bags you would see at WSM just a few years ago. Bags at WSM even now, really. Ten years ago was two seventy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is three fifty five. Is a big fucking bag. Yeah, so it's gonna be tough. But you know, Camby and Tommy are definitely finished. They'll be fighting it out. I think James will pull it out and finish this year. Um, Mo- I think Matt Moeller might surprise everyone and finish this one. Okay. Yeah, Tommy's got that wingspan that helps too, and I mean, just the brute force to get it moving. Yeah. Um, Camby and Deffenbaugh, I think, are probably just going to have to grit through it because they're on a little bit smaller. But Camby did pretty good at it last year. Okay. Yeah, he did. He had a good time. It, it was a yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past Camby to steal it from Tommy if Tommy makes a mistake. Yeah, I think uh, Tyler. I don't know how good he is at bags, but that's a pretty big bag to try and get his arms around. Yeah, it's it's like the bag itself is his height, so it's like trying to pick himself yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Pick it up tall and then try and put it up there? That's impossible. I mean, you'd shoulder it, I guess, but. Yeah, yep. Again, we're going to have a lot of ties with guys that can't get the 355, so it's going to come down to time for the first, what, four? They got five. Is this four bag? Or four? Uh, it's four It's four total. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of time for the first three. So my advice to the guys is get through the first three as fast as you can because um, that's yeah. going to be the difference. I'm curious, too, if they're going to wind up staggering the bags like they did last year like you did at in Waco. Because uh, it says they're all at 20 right now, but last year they staggered them out. They might just be a line. Okay. Because uh, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not head-to-head. This one is not head-to-head. Oh, okay. I didn't say that. Yeah. Interesting. The only head-to-head okay. The only head-to-head for this show is Husafel and Fingle Fingers. Okay. Those are good ones to watch head-to-head, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nice when you're doing uh, that Husafel stone. It's nice to have somebody to gauge off of too, to know like where they're at. And Sometimes I fucking hate when I hear people drop. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, there's a little mental hate, fuck I, there. Yeah, it is. It's a little mental fuck. Every time I've done it, and someone dropped next to me, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Max deadlift with a Rogue Ohio deadlift bar. I know a lot of people were thinking they were going to use a power bar. Um, it says it's that's actually a, nice be a DL bar. I, that, that's a nice surprise. Usually, it's a power bar. Um, I, mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this one to Frank. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this one to Frank, Tyler, and Nate Bowling. I was going to say Tyler's definitely going to be in the podium for that a particular event. Yeah. Yep. Frank, Tyler, and Nate Bowling, I think, are the top three for that. Although, Camby, oh, man, okay. with Camby's deadlift has become upper tier. Yeah. He made it a priority. Yep. Uh, then Tommy, yeah, uh, he struggles there. Um, so he'll be, this probably be the only events where you haven't put you'll, him in the top three. You'll have a lot of ties at like mid 700 and low 700, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Depending a lot of people are going to tap jumps. out. Like I'm assuming the jumps are going to be like 675, 725, 765, 815. That's what I'm thinking. Probably. The jumps are going to be just cause that's yeah. usually how things go. So yeah. a lot of 765 ties or a few, and then a, I think you are at the biggest pile up at 725. Yeah. I think that's for a 105. Typically that's right where the max is. And mm-hmm. yeah. And then, uh, I mean, maybe Frank and Tyler can break 800, but we'll see. It's only been done a, one or a few times in a comp where they mm-hmm. bro- 800 has been broken into 105, like actual competition weighed in. So I hope it happens. I want it to happen. I want these guys to fucking get after it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really exciting. You said Moeller's good at deadlifts too, right? Yeah, but I think Moeller is more like a 725, 765 type. I don't think okay. I don't know if he's going to break eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one, especially like towards the end of the comp. You know. Yeah, that's third, another fourth to I last mean, event. After the bags. The bags are going to be exhausting. Yeah, those heavy sandbags, single fingers, depending on how heavy they actually are. I mean, that's a pretty good uh, back explosive exercise getting them up. Like there. if I was Frank and Tyler. I would just try to get through the first three bags fast and not even fuck with the last bag unless they do distance. I don't know how they're going to do yeah. it, but if they're, if they're not doing distance, I wouldn't even fuck with that last bag. Yeah. You're wasting your time picking it up. If you're not going to load it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So if you're listening to this, guys, think about it. <laughs> uh, Texas Concepts, Concepts, Stone Carry, otherwise who's spell stone. Uh, yeah, 360 pounds. And it's shaped like Texas, I think. Oh, that makes sense now. All right. Um, yeah, this one, this one is almost always impossible to, to, to fuck really because it's about grit. It's about it's so many factors go into it. I know James is always very good at this. I think Matt Muller is going to be good at this. Um, mm-hmm. I think guys, Cambie and Tommy, they do, they want it. There, you can't ever count them out because they they fucking want it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think you're going to have possibly five guys fighting for the podium on, for the top three on this one. Yeah, I know. I know Nate's good at these, and he's good at just the pain events. Yeah, um, that's true. Very true. Camby's Camby's good. This is at the end. Everybody's hamstrings are going to be so smoked from all these explosive events, too. Yep. It's so tough. Oh, I don't know. How's Tyler at these? I mean, you would think lower center of gravity probably holding it not too bad. Tyler, who's fell cost him cost him huge points at nationals last year. Did it? Okay. Yeah, like it knocked him out of like the top fucking fifteen, I think. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with uh, Tyler Young that long ago until class. Yeah, he was killing it, and that Husfeld just fucking destroyed him last year. But yeah, this is what the third or fourth time they've brought in the uh, max distance Hoost in the last year. Yeah, man, I like it for time. I like having a set weight for time personally. But max distance always is a fun test, man. See people grind it out, grind yeah. it out. I'm glad it's the last event though, because when they put it like at the end of like Nats last year, they put it at the end of day one, I think, and it's then everybody's just beat. Yeah, fucked you over for day two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, and then they put the deadlift max on day two, so everybody was fucking dying. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds like the podium for you and predictions is Tommy Canby James. I think it's going to shake you. Yeah, I think it's going to shake out that way. Okay. Yeah. You think uh, I think Tommy and Camby, either one of them could really have it, depending on how they play the game. I mean, it's, it's Camby's to lose, like you said. but Yep. I think it's Camby's to lose, but Tommy, I'm telling you, one mistake and Tommy's going to win it. Yeah. I, so I think if they both perform their best, I think Camby's going to win. But I think if, you know, if Camby makes a slight mistake, it, it's that close. That Tommy's mm-hmm. gonna win. Like if Camby wins, he's gonna win by like a point or like a half point. He's not gonna blow any. He's not blowing anyone away. This one. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Do you think there's any particular event where Camby's at risk of making the most mistakes? Um, the bag toss. Okay. Yeah, the bag toss could cost some big points. Um, mm-hmm. I think I only say deadlift because he's he. I I don't think he's done a max deadlift attempt recently. And there's something to say about being able to – I've seen guys – he just hit 700 for five, which is big, good. That mm-hmm. doesn't always necessarily translate to a epic pull. Yeah, um, absolutely. Just because there's something to say about feeling the weight, feeling how it moves as you as you complete the lockout, hitching that kind of weight because Camby's going to hitch it because that's Cam, what Camby yeah. does. So mm. he could make a mistake in that one. That might cost him – I don't think it's going to cost him a lot because Tommy's not going to – do much better. So he's kind that's right. kind of a good event for him to have a mistake in. Gotcha. Um, log is always something. I mean, all it takes is a fucking shitty lockout or a bad clean or, yeah, you know, what, it's sure. all it takes. So, but I think bag is going to be the one where if he makes a mistake, it's going to cost him those most points. Yeah. I think we're less likely to see it on the log just because of how efficient it is. And this is a hundred pounds less than what he just pressed, you know, a couple <laughs> literally. <weeks ago. laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could see the bags definitely. I mean, especially you get in a bunch of points and you go in a little bit too confident and you let the bag slip just a millisecond too soon. I mean, that fucks your whole actually, throw up. You know, if he just, if he's in that fucking traffic jam at 50 pounds, he yeah. more points. Yeah. And 30 seconds is not a ton of time to recoup and do another good throw at a heavy bag. Yep. So we'll see. I, uh, I agree though. Tommy can be deaf and Baugh are probably the front runners. Um, I'm, hoping i mean i think it'd be really cool to see one of the elite amateurs get the podium and get their pro card but i mean if they earn it i don't think it's i don't think this is the event competition for them to do it yeah it's gonna be tough i when i don't it's not that i don't want to see them do it i just i don't think right. that you know rationally this is i think the, i think one of them's gonna be top five 
yeah, the pros that showed up showed up. Yeah, unfortunately, they caught, you know, they didn't catch all the good, great, the best pros, but they caught the best, the best pros that are available. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be tough for any one of them during that card. They might have a couple of event wins, though. So that'll be good. I mean, a little victory for them. Yep. It's just, you know, it's just, this is an event where the top guys, it also kind of favors their skill set as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nats is right around the corner if they want to keep pursuing the pro card this year. Yeah. Or just fucking come to Clash. I think that's the plan for uh, at least two out of the three. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of Clash, he sent out foreign or uh, the foreign qualifiers uh, this weekend on what yeah, they have to do. International and win. quals, baby. Yeah. I'm very excited about the format. So. It's exciting. You're dropping Thursday night and then they have until Sunday night to complete. Yep. Three weeks in a row. So awesome. They're not going to know the events beforehand. They're going to have to react and knock it out. Best of ability. Yeah. I think that'll be interesting too, that you did it weekend, weekend, weekends, like one after another so that they don't necessarily have any prep time to like guess on what the next event's going to be. Um, they yep. also like, they want to train in between there, but they also don't want to be like totally fried. Right. Yep. So that's going to be tough. Here's my advice and what I, how I see it. If you can't take three w- weeks off of heavy training, you're doing something wrong with your body and your training anyways. True. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever taken, you know, a couple of weeks off and not, and lost anything. You, I worth, mean, it, it's, you know, it's literally impossible unless you get sick yeah. or some shit, but yeah. 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 I mean, as long as you're eating and you're, you know, not being a piece of shit. Yeah. Plus they'll be training the weekend. They'll be doing the event. Yeah. It's yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, Saturday, who, that's all. Yeah. Out of anybody that you know um, internationally, who do you believe is going to be the bigger threats if they show up and get invited? Yo, there's about five, six, seven guys that if they if they come in, you know, Yuri, um, Merrick, uh, Tyson. There's um, a homeboy from Ireland. Tyson, Tyson's always a threat. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of Finnish guys. There's a Norwegian guy. It, yeah. There's a uh, Russian dude that beat Camby. And so if, if these guys figure it out and can get in, if they, if they decide they want to get in, I don't, I'm not even sure we'll have an American winner. <laughs> yeah. That would be wild. I know you invited, I can never pronounce his name. It's like Niguamo or whatever from Australia last Nara- year. He's an under 90. Naramu Aripane. There you go. Yeah. And yep. he won OSG under 90. 90 kilo. And you invited yeah. him last year. He couldn't make it obviously. Right. Um, I hope he, gets qualified i think it'd be awesome to see him Same show here. up and you know get up on some weight a little bit agreed yeah he was agreed. a freak at osg very good very talented yeah him and tyson coming from australia would be pretty rad that would be dope yeah well then boys yeah watch the australians take our podium <laughs> hey you gotta you gotta earn it it's never given Absolutely. to anyone we're not giving anything to anyone you gotta earn it yeah and then uh, I saw you post on your Q&A on your Instagram how steroids have had a negative impact on strongman. It seems like you're going more aesthetically, uh, which makes sense. You know, that's what something CrossFit has going for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that at all? You want me to? Sure. Is that what you brought? All right. So here's, here's what it is. People are fucking on. It is what it is. You're not going to get these feats of strength. I get it. But we need to get out of this fucking tunnel vision that I don't care what people think. Well, then you're not going to be a sport. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to be viable. You have to care what people that aren't you, that aren't your friends and family think. And when people see obvious PED use, if they want to admit or not, there's a bias. There's a switch. You know, yes, drugs are used in all sports, but they're not abused. And I made that very clear. The use and abuse are two different things. Mm-hmm. I've never understood why somebody would get mad at, would do stuff to their body and they get mad when people notice it. Makes no sense to me. Right. Um, so I think, I do think that it's holding us back a little bit, especially on the female side. Um, you know, they shut it. And like I said, it's not what we think and we want. It's what people that aren't already in the sport think and want. And that's what we need to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you sell. That's how you get money. There's yep. a, there's a there's a finite amount of money in the sport. It's already here. We need to get money that's not in the sport into the sport. You can't go to Pepsi 
and say, yo, come give drug users essentially this money. Why do you think fucking like even Thor and Eddie, they don't get big sponsorships. Right. Like they, you know what I'm saying? They're not getting the fucking real athlete deals. Reebok ain't never going to fucking, (laughs) you know, Red Red Bull's not out here handing out fat checks to these athletes, you know? And it's because they can't sell them to the general public because the general public has still rejected steroid use. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it goes back to even weed with like Michael Phelps losing all his endorsements 10 plus years ago. You know what I mean? Like How much that's changed since then? Sure. But yeah, but yeah, he lost his endorsements because people, oh, he uses drugs. Mm-hmm. It's, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying you have to adapt. You have to identify the you have to identify the fucking barricade what's blocking you from it and adapt get around it get over it find a way and finding a way is not blasting more and then talking shit about people that don't like it yeah that's not the way i agree oh you don't like where look go fuck yourself give me some money pepsi that's not how it works yeah yeah you have to you got to be adaptive and uh realize what people want to see in the general public like you're saying, I mean, it's just, it's impossible to sell yourself. And I get that a lot of them don't necessarily want to sell themselves. A lot of people are in the sport because they are, they want to be an outlier. That's fine. Those aren't the people mm-hmm. that I'm worried about or talking about. Do you? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. And own it. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's against that. But don't complain. People forget bodybuilding wasn't even fucking that big until Arnold made it in the movies. Cause people sure. yeah. didn't, they were like, yeah, but they're on something, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Arnold Arnold getting big in the movies is what made bodybuilding viable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, even now you still you you see they do those interviews with like Gen Pop people out on the street and ask them you know, like what they think about these top tier bodybuilders, and most of them think it's fucking disgusting. You yep. know what I mean? People don't like that look, and that's fine. Like bodybuilders have owned it, and they have their market, and there's a lot more money involved there than there is in strongman. But so they can do that; they can get away with that. We can't. Right. And I don't think we need to take so many drugs that it's that obvious to perform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it could be done. Yeah. And, you know, is what it is. But, you know, uh, sorry if you're, tri- you're triggered. Yeah. But it's true. And I, um, it, I think, too, with the extra drugs, especially with things like hardcore things like Tren and Ment or whatever else, you know what I mean? creates so many more injuries too that are unnecessary that then give the sport a bad rap in that route. Yep. Yeah. You get people dying of fucking heart failure. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, large hearts, a big thing, men, women, you take, you take trend, you're fucking setting yourself up for failure eventually. Um, yeah. And yeah. And then injuries, the bicep tears. Do you realize how low, how low a percentage of normal people tear their biceps, even normal people that lift weights, yeah. even normal people that push their bodies. It is specifically people that abuse anabolic steroids have higher occurrences of bicep tears. There's, there's, there's data. Do your right. research. <laughs> Not sure. I mean, how many strongmen can you name in the next 10 seconds that have torn their bicep? I mean, it's, it's I can't, astronomical. I need more than 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's again, it is, it, there is something to be said about what we do is bicep heavy, which I understand, but mm-hmm. When you tear a bicep throwing a punch, there's mm. a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing a nice little left hook and your bicep pops right off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's just, it's like I said, just do better at hiding it if you're going <laughs> to, <laughs> like, like, don't make it so obvious. Yeah. Because yeah, I think that would it, go, it hurts everyone. Yeah. It does. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you're thinking about strongman as a community where people are trying to grow this sport, yeah, it definitely does turn around and it bites the whole sport in the ass a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we'll get there, maybe or not. And if, you know, either way <laughs> is what it is, I could just try and do what I can to help. Absolutely. Yeah. And then on a, uh, the final question that I had uh, asked to ask you by, uh, Dan with uh, ADL Live. Dawn. How come 
Don, sorry. I'm so sorry, Don. My bad. Is how come when I posted the uh, picture that I used of you for my cover for our episode last week in the American flag? Uh, yep. What do you call that? Speedo. That's a Speedo boy. Speedo. There you go. He asked, how come you never dress like that when you're doing live broadcasts with him? A couple things. One, I'm fat now. That's probably the biggest reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, it's probably the only thing stopping me. <laughs> okay. You heard it, Don. Get him on a uh, Weight Watchers. And I, I need a diet. Uh, I need, I need, Jenny, I need Jenny Craig. If I get Jenny Craig, I'll wear the Speedo again. Yeah, he wants us to do a uh, live podcast in Denver or Aurora, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was going to suggest to him that he convinces you to wear that thing for the live broadcast. Hope you bring your fucking, hope you bring your sweet tooth for all the muffin top you'll be getting. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, no, I'm good on that. Thanks. No, nope. nope. Luckily, I'll just uh, submit the audio for that portion. <laughs> It'll be like that Will Ferrell skit back in the day where he came in and that speedo and he was, he was still chunky in the board yeah. meeting. That would be me. <laughs> mm, that's a bad look. Yeah. Talking about being aesthetic and strong, man. I don't think we need that. Nope. See, and I'm keeping my, I'm keeping my body hidden so I don't hurt the sport as well. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. Doing your part. Yeah. Doing my part. (laughs) Right on. Well, that's all I got for you today. Um, ASM predictions going over wuss and uh, foreign threats at clash steroids and steroids. Always. You be the judge. (laughs) That's a good one. On that note, I think we're solid. All right. All right, bud. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, brother. All right, guys. That was some bonus content with La Flama Blanca Furman. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow me on Instagram. YouTube channel coming soon as well. If you feel so inclined to leave me a solid review on Spotify or Apple, I would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, keep it thick, strong, and awkward.